0: Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before start from the very beginning, get through Season 7, and fast forward to Season 41. I'm Patrick. I'm Chris, and this week we're going to talk about
1: Season 41, Episode 7, the second of a two-part episode, where we get to see Sydney get voted out in a very exciting, interesting Tribal Council that took up like half the episode.
0: Yeah, it was like... The whole episode. It was wild.
1: So, before any of that, do you remember Island Living? We used to have yeah. like Island Living category. For whatever reason, I was watching this episode and I was like, huh, there's never just like chill time on these episodes anymore.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they don't have time for that.
1: Yeah. There's no Island Living anymore. It's all Even strategy. In like
0: even in the two hour season premiere, there wasn't time for that.
1: Yeah. So just just put it back on the radar. Like keep an eye out for it. But I don't know if we're ever gonna have time to see it, but maybe.
0: I think there is this is not really island living, but we do occasionally talk about like, oh, we got this insight into this person's life. And like like Liana and Shan getting to I mean, it was like part of the show, like what they were doing was a they were like on, you know, whatever ship wheel island or whatever. But we got to see them like just talking and chatting and hanging out. And we like talked about that a little bit, but I wouldn't call that island living. Yeah. Uh, second thing.
1: Actually related to the episode. Did you see Xander and his hair? Were you on hair watch? He had a little tuft of hair
0: sticking out again. I did notice the tuft of hair. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Um, And to go along with that. The person who told me to like watch out for that was my friend Alex and she emailed us also. So we got a listener mail oh. this week.
0: Hi, Alex. Uh, Do I know this, Alex? Yeah. Okay. I, that's what I thought it was. I was just wondering. Hi, yeah. Alex.
1: Uh, this is her email deals mostly with like the whole Sydney leaving thing and uh actually deals mostly with Liana. Um, and so I'm gonna read it a little bit later, I think, when we get to the tribal council part um but just wanted to throw it out there now so i don't forget um another thing i saw was uh Nas- nasir uh on instagram posted a picture of him where he actually met a goat on astroturf oh and it's a picture of him like kneeling on astroturf with a goat next to him and so he did meet a ghost goat on astroturf
0: that's very fun
1: which for listeners if you don't remember like two episodes ago he is saying to unlock his immunity was that he had to say i'm as confused as a goat on astroturf
0: was the goat confused in the picture
1: um well to be fair he's kneeling on the astroturf the goat is not so i don't know i can't read goat goat face i can't read goat faces very well well no it's on like a little patch i'll share my screen and show you listeners won't be able to see this but patrick will
0: oh oh that's very confusing so mm-hmm. Nasir is kneeling on, like, a tiny patch of AstroTurf, and the goat is just in, like, some dirt. hmm Yeah. That's why is the AstroTurf there? This was staged. This was staged.
1: Oh, absolutely. He's wearing a Survivor shirt and hat.
0: Yeah. For some reason, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if this was, like, a real thing that just happened to happen? No, this mm-hmm. was entirely staged. Of course, th- why did I think anything else?
1: Listeners, if you want to see it uh, on Instagram, he is... Uh... mudalif nasir m-u-t-t-a-l-i-f-n-a-s-e-e-r on instagram um yeah so there's that um i have a couple other things but i think i'll save those for later on episode two so let's dive into the episode and then we'll kind of sidetrack into other little things i found uh we start off with exile island eric is there stuck in the rain no shelter
0: rain yeah Last episode, um, I was like, this can't get any worse, being stuck on Exile Island for two days entirely alone. And then it just shows her sitting in the pouring rain all alone. That sounds awful.
1: Now, she did, when she finally, like, left or towards the end of it, she said she felt stronger having to spend time alone. So that's good.
0: Yeah, she said something about uh, becoming more like her authentic self.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, and then they jump right to the immunity challenge. Everybody's there together. Jeff and Erica kind of explain her situation with this hourglass and the choice she makes. It flashes back to Erica, smashing that hourglass, winning team shocked. And I think that's where they should have cut the last episode. I was thinking we talked about that last week and I was watching it. I was like, yeah, it would have been made more sense here because it wasn't much of a cliffhanger because it was pretty telegraphed that like she's going to smash this thing.
0: Yeah. I did. Um, so I was listening to the Ringer Survivor podcast. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and they agreed with us of like, obviously she's going to smash the sour glass. Why would you not smash the sour glass? But they mentioned that, which we talked last week about how the tribe that won, I think it was blue tribe that won that challenge, should have sent Nasir to exile and brought Erica Uh uh, so that Nasir would have the advantage. And they were like, if Nasir was there, I don't know if it would have smashed. Yeah. That's
1: like true. Nasir
0: might not have done that because Nasir was too, super tight with the Louvus, yeah, who were mostly safe the way things were.
1: Yeah, but also like I think had that been the case, the whole rest of the episode would have played out differently. So it would have just been a one episode, uh, episode instead of a two episode episode. Oh,
0: like, it yeah, would have been edit.
1: It would have been edited like entirely differently, probably. Like if this, like because if she didn't break it, it was going to be a pretty clean cut. Erica gets voted out, so like tribal council wouldn't have been all wild like it was.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, no,
1: no, but
0: Erica would have been safe,
1: not if she didn't break it.
0: Right, but I'm saying that if they had, if Nasir, Admi- had right, yeah,
1: right, yeah, I was just using hers as an example. Like if she chose not to break it, they wouldn't have needed to split this into two part episode. So similar, like if Nasir had chosen to break, not break it, it might have been a similar situation. Yeah, that's true. Um, so they're pretty shocked. Um. They show, and we get some more of this a little bit later, and in Tribal Council, of some people not happy about this. Specifically, like Danny's pretty pissed off by the Switch. Yeah. Um, D- Deshawn says he wasn't expecting it, but he's open to the new Survivor. Um, the challenge was, I wrote down, the challenge they had to like build this block tower using only their feet. I wrote down that I would hate this challenge.
0: Oh, yeah. It is the hardest challenge I've ever seen on Survivor, I think.
1: I think I'd be really bad at it. I... Could I just like watched and was imagining like trying to focus so hard with like picking stuff up with my feet and constantly getting foot cramps and like
0: it. yeah, so listeners, they had to build a like pyramid of blocks, essentially, a circular pyramid of blocks, uh with only their feet mm-hmm. and then once they had this like circle wall of blocks, they had to put a flag into the middle of it from above, mm-hmm. uh. required a lot of core work too i think yeah it looked like it would be like huge core workout huge like god it it looked like hell
1: Mm -hmm. i will say the benefit for these one these folks are that they did just feast so they're probably got like some energy because they just feasted and then they got the flip put on them so that's good for them i guess yeah um but yeah, this was rough. It was a very like intense challenge to watch too because it was so close. So like Evie and Sydney were like neck and neck, and then Ricard kind of caught up, and then Ricard won. Um, and yeah, so Evie that was and like
0: Sydney both. It seemed like it was a clear race between Evie and Sydney, and then they both messed up right at the very end, right? When it allowed Ricard to catch up and win.
1: Uh, I did note that when Ricard won, there was some clear like cheering from Shan, so that showed like mm-hmm. her trying to maybe patch things up a little bit there. Um. And, and then we
0: talked about last week that if Erica did smash the hourglass, that Ricard was probably the one who would get out. So this like threw the whole episode into mm, like yeah, real wild for me. Cause I was like, I assumed that Ricard would be out, but nope. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we get like, I don't know, 10 minutes or so of just like scrambling around camp with people going person to person to person, like, All sorts of strategy going down so like liana makes it clear that she's planning on using her knowledge as power um and she talked
0: sorry just to remind listeners because there's a lot going on liana has the ability where at tribal council she can ask someone directly do you have an idol or do you have an advantage and they have to give it to her it works like go fish
1: right um and she is planning on she knows she could get it from nasir or Xander are like the top two that she's talking about taking it from. Um, and I can't remember why she doesn't why she doesn't want to go for Nasir.
0: It's because everyone else that she's with right now wants to vote Evie out. but oh, Xander right. says that he's gonna use the title it, right? on Evie. Yeah. And so leona wants to block that move by stealing it from Xander.
1: Uh there is a pretty early in this discussion, it escalates away from this, like very quickly, but she doesn't really Liana doesn't really want Evie out yet because she is from her tribe. Like they're both Yasa people, but that goes away pretty quickly as she starts talking with her, like new Alliance of like Danny to Sean. Uh, and Shan, Shan specifically
0: yeah. because Shan does this wild move that works perfectly where she's like, I mean, they can't be too upset about it. They know that blood has to be spilled eventually, mm-hmm. which is true, but usually you don't spill blood in your Alliance. In the final 12th, like right, Liana does not have to make this move right now, and Shan talks her into it.
1: Oh, yeah, Shan is the devil on the shoulder here, just like, yes, puppet puppeting her away, puppet mastering her. Um, uh, so then, like, Lea, Xander, Liana thinks that Xander and Evie and Tiffany all still think she's allied with them. They all pretty clearly know that she's not, but like, are straining her along anyways. Um, and so Xander is like telling her, like, yeah, I'm gonna save Evie and makes a big show of like, see, I'm putting this like right in my pants right now. I gotta have the immunity idol ready to go. I part of the difficulty of this episode for me was we've never seen immunity idols work, so I didn't know the rules of how they work because he's like, I'm gonna pull it out and save her at tribal council. And I was like, can't you just like give it to her now? Like, why do you have to hold it now until tribal council? So then I thought the rule for a while was like, he can only like. Transfer it to a person at tribal council, but that's not the rule. I think it's just like he's played it off like he wanted to be like a hero or like a showman of like doing it at tribal council or something. I was kind of confused yeah. by that because I was like, I didn't understand how the rules of how these things work. And so I was like, why doesn't he just give it to her now and then he doesn't have to worry about it like possibly getting stolen? But this was also in hindsight. Now I know it's because of the like fake he was going to pull. Um, right. but at the time, I was very confused. I was like, why wouldn't you just like. Give it to her now. That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah. I do a major flaw in all of this scrambling is Liana finds out that Xander knows about her like steel of idol, knowledge is power, go fish Mm -hmm. advantage. And Liana knows that he could like give someone else's idol to hold. And she, Shan mistakenly, Kind of convinces her, oh no, they trust you, that's not going to happen. But like, yeah. The fact that Liana knew about Xander's title and Xander knew about her knowledge, its power, like, Liana knows that Xander knows. Mm-hmm. It, it was ca- like a friend's thing of yeah. like, they know, they know, they know. <laughs> right. Uh, and I expected this to go a lot differently than it did at Travel Council because. I feel like there was a possibility for like five dimensional chess, and they just played two dimensional chess. Uh
1: slightly. I think two dimensional from Liana Shan's side. I think Xander Xander was a little bit more like having the real idol be with Tiffany was that extra layer there. Like that was a really smart play. Because yeah, if so because the- if Liana had figured it out and be like, Evie, do you have the idol? Then she'd be like, no, gotcha. Tiffany's actually got it. You weren't expecting that. Like it was that there was one extra layer of removal that was a good move on their part, which I didn't realize until I think listening to the greener podcast about it. I was like, oh, that's why they gave it to Tiffany.
0: Yeah. So maybe we should jump to Tribal Council. Yeah. um Well, well sorry. Real quick, I know I just said that, but before we do that, we do learn in all of the scrambling that the plan from Xander's crew, which is Xander Evie. Uh, Tiffany Tiffany is to vote for Deshaun. They want Deshaun out and try to convince other people of that. But essentially going into tribal council, we see that it's like three versus nine. There was
1: a, yeah, there, and there was an interesting uh, thing from Sydney where like Sydney was trying to run through the votes. If Evie gets an immunity played, which it was like, it's an interesting thing. Like you're trying to count up the votes and because we haven't had to worry about immunities before, it's so much more complicated because whatever votes Evie gets, if then she pulls out the immunity, all those don't matter. And so it's like, who were the second place votes? And so like, there's just all these layers there that are interesting. Um, And this
0: one is particularly interesting because only five people can get any votes anyway. Right. Uh, Plus
1: of the 12 people that are there, like some people might give up their votes for the shot in the dark thing, or they might've lost their vote for whatever powers, or some people also have extra votes. And so there's just like, you can't even like, Actually, accurately track like how many votes are there which right. is even more challenging which i think is the whole point of like why they're doing this is that it makes it less obvious and it's harder for the players to, like figure shit out which is good i think um yeah so tribal council um they talk a little bit about like how fast-paced the strategy talk is how many advantages are out there um deshaun is kind of upset and talking shit about the twist to jeff a little bit which i'm gonna jump to something else here um, it's kind of like splitting where we're at here. But there was an interview on TVline.com that Sydney gave.
0: Yeah, I read this interview.
1: Yeah. And so part of that was somebody, one of the questions was um, that the, they asked, can you share something from that night that didn't make the edit? Um, and I mentioned that Deshaun was kind of giving Jeff shit. Uh, she said that Danny basically reamed Jeff out. This is a quote from her. Danny basically reamed Jeff out. He was like, this isn't a twist, this is a lie. You told us if we won the challenge, we would get immunity. Um, And they had a long conversation about it. Jeff's like, oh, well, maybe I can make it better for future seasons. What can I change? And I'm still quoting here. I'm thinking like, really, bro? I don't want to change to go benefit someone else that I don't fucking know because I don't have empathy for them. Who the hell, what the hell do I care? This is about the now, and it's about me getting fucked over. That twist was intended to get a threatening player out. And I said during my pregame interviews, in order to win Survivor, you can't be the best at anything. So looking back, I was fucked from the beginning because I am the best at everything this interview was very fun to read from sydney like she is uh the persona she had on the show is not like a fake persona it is her um, yes, she, she they even asked her that, that she is great yeah they even asked her that uh, towards the end um uh, uh she said when people say oh sydney's wild and putting on an act for the show and it's a very exaggerated hyperbolic version of herself it's not if you see me on the street it'll be the same fucking song and dance keep worshiping me keep following me and boycott survivor until i come back um, she also said in this interview, because uh, she's the one who ends up getting voted out, which I mentioned earlier. Um, she said, uh, "I don't know, I don't know what you're looking for, but this is rating suicide at this point. Just put players like me in, and your ratings will shoot through the fucking roof. Mark my words." Um, another quote I liked from her was, uh, "She, uh, they said you were fired up during your final thoughts last night. How are you feeling now that you've watched the episode and had time to process it all?" and she said i was back to hating everyone i was like never see them again in my life sounds good to me people were texting me like are you okay and i was like literally fuck you
0: (laughs) she so
1: but that well hold on before uh you cut in another thing that she said was they asked like who do you feel the most betrayed by and she said she didn't feel betrayed by anybody um everybody she wanted to be working with had her backs which was Xander, evie tiffany Danny and Deshaun at that point. Although Danny and Deshaun, I don't know. Like, cause at that point the groupings were kind editing. of weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so she said, and those were the people that didn't vote for me. Um, and so it was further solidification that her gameplay was perfect. It's just that the twist of fate kind of fucked her over a little bit. Uh yeah. So I thought that interview was interesting. So that's on TV line if you want to read it up more. Um, I read most of the responses, but there's a few others.
0: The uh that interview, which I also read, made me like. Um, realize that Sydney, I wish we had seen more of Sydney because what I did see of Sydney, I thought was hilarious and great. And I think she's like a great reality TV persona. It also made me realize that I think I hate her as a person,
1: oh, yeah, I agree with that. I also think, based off of her answers there, now she's had a lot of time to think about it, so this might not be the most accurate. She seems pretty like strategic and like the way that she, was rattling off like no I wasn't betrayed by people like these people had my back they didn't vote for me so that told me that my gameplay was good it was just like this so like I definitely I mean she seems to be playing up with an interview well and how she was on the show like I would guess she's going to be back at some point so we'll probably get to see her again
0: Yeah I I'm not so sure just because we're only like halfway through the season and I don't feel like we got a lot Yeah yeah I
1: don't know we'll see Uh so they at travel They
0: sorry from that you mentioned that danny reamed production about yeah. this not being a twist it being a lie and like i basically fully agree with him we talked about this a little bit last week but i think that this is like a bad twist mm-hmm. um maybe could have been done better in various ways of like Maybe you don't tell them that they win immunity, but tell them they like earned their way into the merge or something like that. And then, I don't know, do something a little bit different where they, if you phrase it differently and don't say that it that is they're winning immunity, maybe that would be different. But I, I genuinely am like, if you, they did a challenge, they won, they were told they would win this thing. And then it's just taken away from them. That makes you never trust the producers ever again.
1: Yeah. I think I'm okay with that. I kind of don't like the, like, uh, I think it was either Danny or Deshawn kind of worded it in a way like, you told me you're going to get immunity. So I worked hard to win the challenge to get immunity. But it's like, if it was just a reward and it wasn't immunity, it's not like he would have like half assed it. Like, I feel like they would have worked just as hard to win the challenge. Um, it was just like a psychological change in their mind of like what went down. But I don't think it would have affected their play in the challenge at all.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, that might be true. But,
1: um so at tribal council we start going to uh well i guess before we go to the live tribal stuff um evie says that she's feeling a little safe um and kind of notes at like xander or like points at xander he like plays with his pants uh to like very make it very obvious he's got like something hidden like at the top of his like waistband there um and he comments that he's willing to use his uh, hidden immunity idol to help out evie and then liana's like all right well let me read this and she pulls out her
0: xander pulls it out xander shows it to everybody oh yeah yeah. it's no surprise that i have this i plan on playing it for evie tonight which is when i was like liana they fucking know like he's obviously baiting you Uh uh-huh yeah uh yeah
1: and so like yeah it was like telegraph so much i guess like in the moment or like maybe Shan was able to talk her into how much uh like uh little they strategize and then also like part of the reason that liana talked about wanting to do this i think was xander she viewed xander as kind of arrogant or like showboaty and so i think she had a little bit of tunnel vision here of just like wanting to take him down um
0: yeah i think that that is a big i think she kind of got like drunk on the idea of right. how amazing of a move this would be
1: right and so she reads out her advantage which says that she can ask it one question to anybody and they have to give her the idol so she's like so xander do you have an immunity or can i have your immunity idol?" And he's like uh no but you can have this fake one uh and i saw a funny meme from the there's a simpsons episode with uh you see ralph wiggum give a like valentine to lisa or something and Bart like has it on camera and he's like, you can literally see the moment his heart breaks in half. And it was Mm -hmm. that with like Liana finding out it was a fake. Um, And so we find out that uh, Xander had given his vote and his idol to Tiffany ahead of time. Um, And then it kind of just goes into chaos of like live travel because things are not going according to plan. And so they're like, oh shit, we got to figure stuff out. So people are scrambling. There's a lot of like Sydney and Deshaun names going around and then Evie's name going around. Um, For the first time when they're like mingling around, Erica and Heather were like not part of these conversations at all. They were just like chilling, sitting down, which like some people would come and like whisper stuff to them, but they were just like sitting there. Um, And then they like sit down and uh, Jeff's like, okay, are we ready? And I think it is it Deshaun who's like, or is it Nasir?
0: It's Deshaun because Deshaun they essentially are like we're still gonna go with a plan and vote evie out and the other team Deshawn knows that the other team is doing Deshawn, yeah and so he is like wait i don't feel settled with this because if they do use the idol i'm screwed right.
1: yeah and so he's like let's talk some more so they scramble around a little bit more um and that's where evie's name comes out a lot more i noted like this is stressful i cannot imagine being there trying to figure this shit out um it, it this is like the most the show has ever reminded me of playing werewolf games Uh, uh where we're like discussing who to vote to like kill off and like there's just like random stuff being happening around people like throwing out votes and then especially in recent games when we like allow ourselves to like change votes and stuff uh it was stressful i
0: was so surprised i guess throughout this whole thing that no one was like let's just vote xander
1: yeah but then tiffany would have just saved him.
0: not the the idols get played before votes are revealed so like
1: oh yeah but like the I think it would be hard to throw out Xander's name and have it be completely secret. Like, it was very clear the names that were gonna be played, like not exactly how many of each.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And there's one point-
0: With that, it is important to note that the larger crew, the nine person crew is like, we're gonna turn on one of our own, Sydney's out, and Sydney jumps ship and votes with like the Yasa crew, or converses with the Yasa crew.
1: Well, so that larger crew, uh, decides to split their vote, so like they don't want to vote for all for the same person. In case that person gets immunity, then whoever th- the small crew voted for would be the one that was out. So they split their votes that way. If one of them has immunity, the other one will have like a bunch of votes. And here, I think it was it ended up being like four three, um, but five four. Oh yeah, yeah, five four. Um, at, like the one of the last things that was said in the live tribal when they were scrambling around was the big group huddled up, and then. You hear like, I think Daniel Deshaun says, like, okay, can we flip it? And then they like they're like, okay, let's flip it. And so I think it, it was gonna be like, okay, you four vote for this person, you five vote for this person. And then the last second they like flipped who that person was gonna be. Is what my I mean, I don't actually know if that's true, but that's like kind of what I gathered from that. Yeah, um, that's what I gathered too. Uh so they when they actually do the vote, this is like one of the first times we actually see votes revealed while they're voting. It may be the first time this season. They've no, mostly like really mostly fast-forwarded through that part but this one they it might not be the first time but they showed tiffany voted Deshawn, ricard voted evie erica voted sydney um deshawn got his extra vote we find out later he used his extra vote he actually used both of them yeah. um sydney did the shot in the dark uh and so when they're revealing the vote before jeff does the reveal um sydney's like i did the shot in the dark she pulls out the scroll opens it um and it says not safe uh, they'd mentioned on the Rainer podcast about, like, is that transferable? Be Based off of how the wording is of, like, not safe or safe, my guess is it's not transferable. It's just because it doesn't say, like, immunity oh, yeah. or something like that. So my guess is it is not a transferable thing. Like, it's she can only do it because they were, like, because uh, one of maybe Tyson or somebody threw out the idea of, like, why not just have the whole team all use it? And then it's, like, the power of numbers, like, one of them will have it maybe
0: um yeah and like i'll all give their scrolls to one person but i right. agree with you i don't think they would be allowed to do that
1: yeah um then tiffany before the vote for real t- tiffany's like uh i kind of want to play the immunity on evie and xander's like no 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 don't do it and tiffany's like it's yours like i'll do whatever you tell me and evie's very concerned too and xander f- is feeling pretty confident he's like no don't do it Um, uh, do you think it was do you think he was actually that confident why well, I, I guess i have Multiple questions. Like, was he actually that confident, um or was it like he was somewhat confident, but he also just didn't want to use, lose the immunity idol, even if it meant Evie was going to go home? Or do you think he had a little bit of like intel where like he's got some other alliance we don't know about that he like knew like that's why he was confident. He knew they were going to go for Sydney instead of for Evie or something.
0: I think that he was just really confident because he makes a comment about like, uh, like.
1: The numbers, I think,
0: the numbers and the they think that if you had the idol, you would play it for yourself, and so they're not gonna like.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah, like the gameplay reason of like you're not gonna be the one with the most votes because they think you'd have the immunity on you.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it probably is slightly factored in that like he also doesn't want to have it wasted, so he can use it later. Right.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a tiny part of it, but I honestly. Xander was so down originally to play it for Evie that I'm not sure that he actually cared that much about that.
1: Yeah. Um, it was a super intense vote reading where it was like one, one, one for Sydney, Evie, Deshaun, then two, 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 then three, three, three. Uh, then Evie got four, Sydney got four. And then the final one uh, went to Sydney for sending her home, which, speaking of which, you're going to like this a lot. I found out there's a website or a Google Sheets that somebody keep, keeps track of called Votagami. This was a Votagami. The 544 four vote has never happened on Survivor before.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll,
1: I'll send you the link for this. Uh, it has every single season, like all 41 seasons so far, every episode, what the votes were, who got voted out, um, and then like highlighted rows of the ones that are Votagami. So that was the only Votagami that has happened this season. Last season, season 40, there were seven votagamis, including this is like a, probably a minor spoiler for ourselves. The first vote that happened listed on this thing is zero, zero, 000. What I think that means, uh, probably multiple immunity idols, and so it like canceled out votes, maybe. Uh, Weird. then, uh, okay. yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's kind of cool, like going all the way back to season one, where like almost every single episode was one, including uh, because I saw this was on like Reddit, somebody posted it. The, at first episode after the merge when it was four one 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 because they had had like no they had not talked about a line and stuff like that align and stuff like that um, but yeah this is a pretty cool thing I'll send it to you in chat uh, so view uh, or listeners want to find it I would maybe Google search like Survivor Votagami. um so vodagami is something that I think became popular with Scoregami through NFL games where whenever two teams played their final score if it had ever happened before or n- had never happened before it was coined score agami who do you know who that's not is that a nate silver thing or that's unrelated to nate silver
0: oh i don't think it's nate silver thing i think it is some sports sports caster but i i don't know yeah so uh anything yeah. about sports How yeah survivor
1: so it's kind of cool just to see all the different score agami or vote agamis that happen so five four three uh, has never happened before on Survivor, and this was the first time.
0: Which, like, uh, for us, at least, this is the first time that we've ever seen 12 people voting at the same time. Like, this is the largest tribal council we've Oh, met.
1: that's true, yeah. There's been a few seasons that had no vote uh, So, like, season 13 and season... What was the other one I saw? 32. Uh, there was no unique votes in those seasons. Uh, yeah, so thought that was kind of interesting. Um, And then I've got Alex's email. So let me read hers. It's talking mostly about Liana and the gameplay that happened with all of this stuff. Um, So Alex says, up to this point, I have thought of Liana as a pretty good player. Maybe this is because we just haven't seen that much from her. Maybe it's because of her quick friendship with Shan that I put her on Shan's level. Either way, this episode made me me seriously question Liana's game smarts. As a viewer, I thought it was very obvious that Xander was going to give this idol to either Evie or Tiffany, and he would not have it on him. Then when he pulled out an idol, it was obvious to me that it was a fake not sure if you guys have seen this move before because you've only watched up to season seven, but this is definitely not the first time someone has created a fake fake idol and convinced people that they are using it. I'm also aware that as a viewer, I have a very different perspective and the show could be edited to make things seem, make things seem one way or another. Um, so anywho, was this, ep- was this episode an example of maybe Liana not being as a good of a player as I thought or just good editing? Am I alone in thinking Xander's fake idol was obvious? would be interesting to hear perspectives from you guys who haven't seen this before and from people who have watched more seasons of survivor. Um so yeah, so I will say I don't know what idols look like very much. Uh so the fe- like the look of it being fake was not obvious to me.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Um but the Have we
0: seen what any of these real idols look like?
1: I guess I don't remember if we saw when he got his when he got the real one originally um either way so like yeah so we it was not clear to us that it was fake it was it was like we talked about already pretty clear that like he was not gonna have his idol on him like it was all like it was so telegraphed like that's how it was gonna go down um so i kind of agree that uh it's tough because like. My thoughts of this are a little bit clouded from the stuff I've seen on the internet throughout the past week. Liana's been getting shit on a lot since this episode aired on like yeah. the internet community. Um, and so it's tough because I I think she has good gameplay about her. Like you, like Alex mentioned, she is a pretty good player or was a, good, a pretty good player. I think this comes down to what we talked about earlier, kind of two things, like Shan's influence on this. And some of that I think is Shan not being Genuine, a genuine ally. Completely, it's like Shan is uh, like manipulative in a way that she's like she'll me- let other people mess with their own advantages, um, as lo- whatever she can to like get her farther. And then I the think. other aspect is uh, the tunnel vision of like Liana just wanting to take down Xander.
0: I think that th- I agree with you. I think that there is another aspect of Shan does not believe. Shan believes that she is the best player in the game. And so, like, at one point, Liana does a smart thing where she's, like, they are going, like, she says that Xander's going to give the idol to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they're going to see through this plan. And Shan is, like, oh, like, they they don't have the foresight to do that like we would. And Liana's, like, oh, no, Evie's definitely thinking that way. Xander's definitely thinking that way. Yeah. Um, and, like, Shan just does not, I think Shan convinces her incorrectly Mm -hmm. but like does does not believe that other people could have schemes like she does yeah which is going to be her downfall i think
1: it's she kind of i haven't put much thought into this comparison other than other than i just thought of it she's shan is like the little finger in game of thrones where she like she's she's a strategist she's like a game player she's like she's she's not the leader she's working and like whispering in people's ears But then like, uh, so we're going to see if it's going to bite her in the ass at some point. But she, I think she does underestimate, like Littlefinger underestimated people um, at times. And so we're going to see if that happens to Shan or not.
0: Yeah, I think that is a great comparison. Absolutely. I do think that both, like, I think in some other seasons, Shan and Liana would both be destroyed by this. Yeah. But I think that they are both very, in like.
1: Yeah, it was interesting that, Sorry, I cut you off.
0: Just going into next week, it is still kind of Xander, Tiffany, and Evie against everyone else.
1: Yeah, the preview for next week throughout the names Evie big time, Xander, and Nasir a little bit. I think that's because of his idol and his group hasn't really liked him that much anyways. Um, well,
0: and there's a really funny, we didn't talk about this, but there's a funny part in that live tribal where Nasir is talking to the, like the Yasa crew. And the larger crew is like, Nasir, get over here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I saw the memes for this week on the internet were really good. There was the anchorman meme where they have like the big brawl and it has brick, like on the anchorman crew. And then he goes and joins the other news team. And they're like, what do you do? And he's just like switching sides. And that was Nasir basically. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yes. Which could be like, truthfully, like a positive thing from Nasir, like for his length in this game, if he can like play both sides kind of.
0: Well, and I, I well, wonder think be- if he was doing it on purpose so he could like gather information from them a little bit. Cause we do see one of the reasons why Deshaun gets nervous is because someone mentioned to Tiffany that they were gonna vote for Evie or Sydney or something like that. And they're like, You can't say anything to Tiffany. And Tiffany has this thing where people tell her things when, yeah. they, when they shouldn't.
1: I think it's the mom effect kind of she's like cool. the caring yeah. mom and can lend the ear. And I think this year also has the benefit that they people i think people think little of him you know like they don't see him as a strong player and so he's like not gonna be their target and so he can kind of skate by for a while
0: yeah i i have high hopes for i like him a lot yeah i uh one other thing to alex's question is like i really like liana i'm not sure that she is a good strategist um in thinking also of what we talked last week about she could have lied to tiffany or shan about what her advantage is Mm -hmm. and if she had done that this episode would have gone much better for her yeah um so like though i also liked her or like her still i don't think that she is good at the game i
1: don't even know like when did the liana did liana and shan have the trip to like the other island where they bonded there yeah that's so that's where the switch happened because like Liana so very quickly gave up on YASA and just like allied with Shan and like was done with them basically. And yeah, so it must they have been super that. Yeah.
0: bonded, and Shan knew about the knowledge of power advantage. Yeah, because of that.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how next week goes down because like the preview for next week kind of made it seem like um, similar thing, like similar names being thrown around a little bit. So like tribal council next week might be interesting. The name of the episode next week is Betrayed. R So look out for that. Um, I did have a note because the shot in the dark, I feel like it could be interesting if it did not get replenished every time. And it was like, then you could play a numbers game. Like how many times has the shot in the dark been used? Like, is it to my advantage to use it now?
0: Oh yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't considered that at all.
1: Cause I don't, I feel like that's going to be something that they're going to change in future seasons. I don't know if they'll get rid of it completely, but um, I would be, it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see it used much more. just because like a one in six chance isn't that great odds and so i don't know yeah um okay let's talk fantasy and then wrap stuff up maybe
0: uh yeah sounds good
1: um well i guess let me i'll say the the live tribal is very interesting like this was really exciting to watch Uh, i know that this, like, I think Patrick and I are new to this. I don't know if you had the same thoughts as me, but I thought it was very interesting. It is a little bit tough to see what's happening, which makes it a little bit stressful to watch. Um, but so I don't know if it's something I would like every single time because you can't see all of the action happening. But at least for like this, it was clear the show like knew they had some gold with the excitement here because they turned one three day arc into two full episodes where like 20 some minutes of it was tribal council. Um Yeah. So yeah. Uh all right. So for fantasy, um, Sydney went home. Our mom <laughs> continues the streak of literally every single player that's been eliminated this season, she chose on her team. So if we had made it different ahead of time, it was like, hey, mom, pick the first 10 people to be eliminated. She is crushing it, like, could not be doing better. Um, which, if that is a predictor, she has Nasir, Nasir, Danny, and Xander on her team. Nasir and Xander are two of the three names we saw thrown out. In the preview for next week. So the streak might stay alive, ladies and gentlemen. This could be great.
0: I, uh, oh man, I don't want, I like all three of those guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want them to leave, leave but like I want to keep the streak alive, kind of. So our mom is down to three people left on her 10 person fantasy team. Patrick has seven, and I have seven. Um, our mom has 1,041 points currently, Patrick has 1,417 points currently. And I have 133 more points with that than that with 1550 points. Um, we have to do our MVP of the week, um, and then we'll talk final three and final three. Do you have your MVP ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Xander. Xander. It's got to be Xander. Like we I, we don't probably don't have to hash this out that much. Like even though it like I honestly think he played it up too obviously but apparently not because it still worked um and so he pulled out a fake got somebody to waste a very very powerful advantage
0: uh yeah the advantage by the way which like when we saw it we were like that's too powerful like they basically just handed leona the game uh no apparently not
1: yeah well that's i i misunderstood how it worked until this episode uh, I guess I thought I didn't think it was something where they had to literally have it in their possession. It was just like, have you earned one?
0: Oh gosh. Gotcha. Um, no, I thought this was how it worked. But like it it is a very powerful advantage mm-hmm. if you don't fucking tell anybody.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. She shouldn't have told anybody. Um, okay, so final three. Um, last couple well, for a while now, I've had Xander, Shan, Liana. Patrick's had Shan Erica Sydney since episode one Sydney's gone now so he's got to change it up I'm gonna stick with Xander Shan Liana even though there's all sorts of wildness happening between that crew specifically
0: I oh boy I
1: will say our mom has Xander Shan Danny all three of them still alive too so even though our mom's fantasy team not doing great her final three she picked in episode one still holding strong she outlasted Patrick in that one and me
0: I'm going to say
1: you can go like wild now, switch everything up.
0: Yeah, I was going to keep it similar. And then I was like, oh, no, I can change all of this. I'm going to say Deshaun who Deshaun Nasir. And you're going to think this is a weird move. Heather. Oh, yeah,
1: (laughs) I did want to. I meant to and I forgot uh, to mention Heather's fantasy points. She's earned 65 total points this season. Um, which of the people that are still in the game is like half as much as the next person up from her, um, which is Nasir who doesn't have very much. Um, The person with the most is Shan so far. This includes like MVP. She has uh, Shan has over 200 more points than Heather with 65. So she has not been getting many points um, this season, but that's a perfect sort of person to just not be, have a target on her back. And so she can just like slide under the radar for a while. Uh, So, yeah, I guess maybe I just spoke for you on your behalf of why you picked Heather.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly why. And I also think that people might see her as like, well, she's not going to get any votes at final tribal council. So might as well bring her along. Um, One of those types of people. I think Deshaun is very good at the game and hasn't had enough chances to figure it out. But like this episode was able to be like, no, we need to change things a little bit and made it work and would have been safe even if someone had played an idol so i think that's a really good move yeah you Um, picked all luvu oh yeah i did huh didn't even do that on purpose um and nasir i think is just like we said earlier is uh people don't view him as a threat but is kind of a threat like he's actually pretty good at challenges Mm -hmm. and knows the game well and has an idol uh so i think that he could pull something
1: out yeah uh very cool uh, i'll say thank you again to alex for the listener mail emailing us your thoughts and questions thanks alex uh, other listeners we'd appreciate more stuff like that so email us at tribal council podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribal council 20 on twitter um get at us uh we record the uh this is like behind the scenes we record these on sundays usually so you've got time after you watch the episode you've got a couple days to send us your thoughts questions anything and uh we'll include it in that week's episode so get at us for this week of tribal council this is chris signing off
0: this is patrick
1: and the tribe has spoken